Hello. Welcome to the Valley View Podcast, episode 31. My name's Tyler, and I'm here with Matt. And again, I'm here with our wives, Emily and Molly, for a very special podcast. This is the first time we have ever recorded podcasts back-to-back. For you guys, it's been a week. For me and Matt and Emily and Molly, it's been like three minutes. Literally, I uploaded episode 30 and pressed record on episode 31. This week, Matt has an ad read for you. Thanks, Tyler. This week, uh, the Valley View podcast is sponsored by Klondike Ice Cream Bars. Vanilla ice cream in squares covered with a thin layer of chocolate-like product and wrapped in foil. They can fit in your freezer or your cooler. Enjoy them in winter or summer. Klondike ice cream bars. Try one today. Now I have a question. (laughs) I have a question. So Matt said to Molly right before we started recording, Molly, you've given me an idea for an ad read. I'll do the ad read. Molly, what do you think it was that you said that made your husband think of Klondike bars? I said I was cold. Okay. Matt, is that that what got your mind on Klondike bars? She's right. She said, I'm really cold. Wow. It's almost like you guys are married. And he said, you know what else is cold? (laughs) That's a great segue into our ad read about Klondike bars. So this week, um, I feel like we'll be slightly out of our comfort zones. Oh, yes. Before I get out of my comfort zone, um, in, in the week since episode 30, Matt wrote a haiku uh, describing anniversaries. Because as you all know, as you're listening to this, Emily and I celebrated our anniversary just like four or five days ago. Um, and Matt, in, in honor of that, wrote us a haiku themed around anniversaries. So this is uh, the third haiku that will be read on the Valley View podcast. And uh, we'll, we'll give it to Matt now. Yeah, I decided to celebrate... Um, the Magnuson's anniversary in the Valley View way by writing a haiku. So Tyler and Emily, here's your haiku. Valley Valley View way. (laughs) This is just called anniversary haiku. This is for Tyler and Emily. So it's been a year, 365 days of happiness. That's it. Thank you, Matt. That was beautiful. Do you think that we like haikus so much because valley view podcast is five syllables like the beginning of a haiku i was thinking that we like them so much because they're really it's a really easy way to be creative Mm. well maybe that's why you like them yeah valley view podcast beginning of a haiku valley view podcast wow what a beautiful haiku emily thank you (laughs) That was off the top, was like the 15 wow. seconds. Look at you. A very easy way to be creative. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> yep. So as I said, as I was saying, this is going to be a week, I think, where we get out of our comfort zones a little bit. Um, because this That's week, good. Matt and Molly are going to be sharing the story of how they met. Mm-hmm. The reason I say that that will be a little odd for me is that I am never the interviewee. Um, I'm typically the one being interviewed on these podcasts. <laughs> and typically Matt's the one asking the question. So I don't know. It, we'll, we'll see how Matt and Molly function in this capacity. I'm excited to see you in that role too, Tyler. I'm not. I I'm hoping you're gonna excel. <laughs> I, I don't know if I will. I'm hoping that Emily helps me a little bit. Mm. Um, Emily's pointing at herself and giving me an emphatic thumbs up. So I think I will have some assistance. <laughs> so how'd you guys meet? Uh, well, let's, let's let's get some context first. Yeah, let's start here. Where um, were you in life? I met Molly on June 12th, 1999. 
Saturday, June 12th, 1999, at about 2 p.m. Mountain Time. Were Emily and I born? Yes. yes. But what were you doing with, in June of 1999? Probably trying to get potty trained. <laughs> <laughs> Probably making sure I knew how to walk. <laughs> Probably saying a couple words, but not many. Because okay. you would have been how old? You said July 12th? Summer of 99. Uh, I was like a year and a half old, okay. less than a year and a half. So old. Tyler's eighteen months, and yeah. Emily's two. Emily would have no. Emily would have been about a year and a half. I would have been like a year and a quarter. Mm. Okay. So okay. Emily was probably talking and walking and running, and I was probably still drooling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, okay, so nineteen ninety nine, summer of nineteen ninety nine. What a time! Y two K, it's coming up. Uh. Uh, DM me on Instagram if you know what Y2K is and you're under the age of 20. DM yeah. me at, at PollVotesTyler, P-O-L-L-VotesTyler on Instagram if you know what Y2K is <laughs> and you're under 20. So summer of 99, Molly and I are both um, in the summer between our junior and senior year of college. Oh, so you guys are similar ages too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Molly's three weeks older than I am. Nice. All about threes on this pastoral staff. Three months for me, three weeks for you. That's really good. So just like the Trinity. Trinity, yeah. <laughs> so we're uh, in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and we have signed on to do um, a summer-long uh, discipleship program with the Navigators. So it, this program was like two parts, really. We were going to be discipled by Navigator staff. Um, discipled in the Christian life. And the other part of it was that we were actually serving at a conference center. So uh, families would come out to Colorado Springs for a week during the summer to, because the parents would go to a conference and the kids would do like horseback riding and all that kind of stuff. And we were there to take care of their kids. Hmm. And we just happened to get paired up on the same team. Uh, So we um, didn't know each other, you know, obviously. And, uh, we were paired up and worked together all summer. So if we hadn't both signed up for that, cause I was coming from college in Iowa, Molly was coming from college in Alabama. We um, would not have met each other. So off of the tease from last week, uh, neither of you were single at the time you met. Do you tell us a little bit about your, uh, your, your previous loves? <laughs> we, well, we, well, we, were, we were single. I mean, we weren't married. Yeah. Our status. Was... Okay. Okay. Yeah, your status on Facebook would not have been single. True. Okay. Showing my age as a there was no okay. over eighteen year old. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Sh- showing my age by using Facebook as if it exists and using it as if it's still relevant <laughs> really dates my age. Yeah, it's like right. eighteen to twenty five. <laughs> so Molly, who who is the who is the the lovely man that you were dating at, at that point? Yeah, and you're doing a great job as an interviewer, by the way. Tyler. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um. I was dating a guy that I had gone to high school with, and then also we were at the same college. Mm. We've been friends for a long time and then dated for a while. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he was uh, somebody I'd known for a while. Oh, interesting. Yeah. How about you, Matt? Yeah, so I was dating a girl um, that uh, went to college with, and we'd probably been dating 18 months or so. And uh, interesting note about that is that she was getting ready to go overseas for the fall semester mm-hmm. of our senior year. She was going to spend that time uh, fall semester in Africa. 
So um, I was getting ready to be away from her, she away from me for the whole fall semester. So in light of the fact that she was going to be gone all fall, she came out for a few days during the summer to visit. Oh, so Molly, like, you met this lady. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we got interesting. A, world's colliding situation here. So we actually got special permission from the camp leaders to do this because this was kind of a special, like it was parents weekend. My parents weren't going to come, but she was not a parent. (laughs) In light of the Mm -hmm. fact that my parents can't come in light of the fact that she's going to be gone all fall, could she just come and spend a couple days and bunk up with the, uh, one of the girls teams just so we can spend some time together. Yeah. 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 So did you guys like (laughs) sleep on like top and bottom bunk Molly? Um, I don't remember the sleeping arrangement, Tyler, but um, I'm just going to, I've been I've, <laughs> similar to Matt last week, envisioning Emily like crying in the room while I play Xbox and eat Doritos. I'm envisioning you guys like having a slumby, like she's on the top bunk, you're on the bottom, stay up till like 3 a.m. talking mm. about your hopes and dreams. Mm. Yeah. What did you guys talk about that? <laughs> Do you remember I, that conversation from the summer of 99? Yeah. <laughs> a little time has passed. Um, as I remember, she wasn't there a whole lot. Like she was spending time with you. And I mean, I wasn't Naturally. there either because I was, my parents had come. So Interesting. Um, now that I think about it, I think it's weird they let a girlfriend come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's weird that they let a girlfriend come. <laughs> Not just because it is your, or was your girlfriend, just in general. Just a girlfriend, period. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I must have seemed pathetic enough that they let <laughs> me do that. Like, this guy's parents can't come. Like, he's going to be the only one who's by himself. Sure, Poor we'll kid. let his girlfriend come. But not everybody's <laughs> parents came. So, anyway, enough about that. Anyways. So, yeah, how did the how did the transition take place from uh, both dating other people when you met to Oh, boy. Yeah, that's, no where, longer the real, that's and... where the real story lies. Interesting. Um, well, Molly, tell us what transpired with um, your boyfriend that fall. Um, and then I'll go into mine because I think yours really happened first chronologically. Oh, and that's good. Yes. Yeah, it is chronological. Um, so I got back to school in the fall and um, pretty much immediately, I think, was broken up with. Oh. Um, which was, it was devastating, to be honest. Right. Um, I had never dated anybody else. And so it was just, you know, I mean, it's hurtful. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. Um, but we kind of had a rocky semester, I'd say, where kind of got back together a few times. And then um, and then I ended up like cutting it off kind of finally with him. Uh, I remember I'd had the flu or something and like I like, didn't see him for a week and really didn't miss him. And I thought, okay, that's mm. not a good sign. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so broke it off. Yeah, on my end. How long had you guys dated? Ooh. Um, a couple years, maybe. A couple years. Yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't have that data fresh. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So well, Molly's in Alabama, mm-hmm. having a relationship, and go Tigers. Yeah, at Auburn. Auburn. University. Yeah, go Tigers. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> War, Eagle. War, Eagle War Eagle is the phrase you're looking for. Oh, well, I you guess, yeah. Tigers too, you wouldn't so. want to be confused with LSU, so I guess you probably wouldn't want to say go Tigers too much. Um, anyway, so, so Molly's at Auburn yeah. having a kind of a sad, rocky semester. It was, it was tough. Where is, where is Pastor Matthew Brandt at this point? I'm in Northeast Iowa at Luther College, okay. like the Norwegian capital of the world. I mean, outside of Norway. I was going to say, maybe, maybe Oslo. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> I guess Norway. <laughs> the Norwegian capital of, let's say, the United States. <clears throat> you know, I would I would argue that some Minnesota towns have claimed to that as well. Yes, but we'll, okay. we'll go on this presupposition like for now. Okay. Okay. We'll later. Okay. Um, and so, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Like she's gone all semester, and I just realized I don't really miss this person. And at some point, I found out that Molly had broken up with her boyfriend. I, I probably got an email on a monochrome screen. Like, that's what we had back then. Um, and so I have these things going on at the same time, realizing that, um, oh, my gosh, like, Molly's on the market. And also, I don't, I'm not missing this person that I thought we might get married. And But now that she's gone in, an Afri in Africa, I'm realizing that I'm really okay and I don't really miss her. Were you missing Molly? Yeah, yeah, I totally was. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I totally was. And um, so it, it was one of those moments where I'm like, how long do I wait to like let Molly know how I feel about her? Because I don't know, I'm not at Auburn. Like someone else could be there and swoop in and I'm kind of left standing. Some, some Southern gentleman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can I go back a step and add something? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I... So when we were together that summer, not together together, but when we were in Colorado, you know spending time together. <laughs> well, ish, yeah. Um, I had I'm a journaler, and so I had um, been praying and just told the Lord that I I knew I couldn't have Matt because mm -hmm. he was off the market. Mm -hmm. We're using that terminology, <laughs> right? Um, but that I wanted to marry someone like him and you know exactly like him <laughs> <laughs> but i never i mean never it, it it just wasn't even a thought like i thought he was gonna marry this girl and as did he apparently yeah <laughs> and she did too i believe but <laughs> all on the same page <laughs> yeah but that that's what i that's what i um i have a journal somewhere that says you know this mm -hmm. is my desire and, someone like him and as you're journaling about that are you reflecting on the guy that you're dating oh yeah and 100 yeah was he similar to matt mm -hmm. i'd say no okay interesting so yeah i mean believer you know i mean he's a great guy he's a man of faith and you know there's nothing yeah like troy yeah okay like troy yeah <laughs> Colin Troy. Molly's Troy. <laughs> My Troy. There's um, a lot of great guys out there. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah There's so, something so, different. Yeah. So, Molly, yeah. So, Molly's journaling, uh, yeah. realizing that she's not dating Matt and wants to be dating someone very similar to him. Uh, and Matt is not really missing his girlfriend, but missing mm -hmm. Molly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, how did what happened there, Matt? Yeah. So, at some point, I, I gather up all the courage that I can <laughs> and I sit down with pen and paper. And I decided to write Molly a letter. Yes. And just Before or after you've spoken to the girl in Africa? After. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you took a long time there, Matt. Like, so maybe we'll keep it chronological. Maybe we'll keep this chronological. What did you say to the girl in Africa? Well, that, yeah, that really is something that really hasn't seen the light of day for too many people. Um, we just had a a tearful conversation where um, I said, you know, I, uh, I think, well, let me back up. Let me back up a little bit. <clears throat> Her dad is a Lutheran pastor. Okay. He came to me um, probably a year before we broke up and he said, we were at a track meet 
because we both ran track, me and his daughter. He pulled me aside and said, I don't think you guys are a good match. Like, I know you think you are, and I really like you, but I feel like I need to tell you that I don't think this would work because I know what your theological convictions are and I know what hers are. And it may not seem like a big deal now, but eventually it will be. It might later. Yeah. yeah. And it's really going to be a problem, especially for raising children. Yeah. Okay. And I did what any other college guy my age would do, which is just blow him off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not a problem. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> did not give it much credence, but I think it's, that's an important part of the story because that was like stewing in the back mm-hmm. of my mind, like... Yeah. Maybe. What if he's right? What if he's onto something? Yeah. What if he's right? And I think, you know, in the moment, I didn't let myself really go down that road and think that he could be right because I just wanted to stay attached to his daughter. But mm-hmm. with her being gone and realizing that the, you know, from an affection standpoint, I didn't really care that much. And then coupled with what her dad had said, mm-hmm. just like, wow, um, this is probably not a good decision to continue this relationship. Mm -hmm. So when we eventually did talk, I think your question was like, what did you say? Yeah. I think I shared all of that with her, but Mm -hmm. I think I emphasized what her dad had shared and didn't so much emphasize the affection part because (laughs) you know, why, why why pile on? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind (laughs) of. Did she know what her dad had said? I don't know. I don't know if he'd ever shared that with her or not. Um, I'm assuming I want to ask this. I'm assuming I know the answer. Like, you didn't mention that you didn't mention Molly, right? Or did you? No. To okay. Her? Yeah. yeah to, to, when you're talking to the girl in Africa, there's, it's all, no, no, no. my dad doesn't really agree. Like you're, we're not yeah. like, this is what your dad said. There's nothing about, and there's this other nice lady in Alabama. No, I saw okay. no reason. That's to probably good. And create like an explosion with yeah. like a small fire. Yeah, do. that's true. Yeah. Cause it, it was intense enough that, you know, I, I mean, was standing there really thinking, wow, I've really hurt somebody. And it was really hard. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you have that conversation. Yeah. Um, how much time passes after that conversation? But until I wrote to Molly. Yeah. Like 12 minutes. Okay. No. So you, is that for real? I'm, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just being dramatic. Um, I think it was a very short time period. <clears throat> okay. So get off the phone, say, yeah. all right, where's the pen? Mm-hmm. Well, Sit down no, with- no, I had the I had the conversation with her in person. Yeah. Oh, yeah, say. yeah. I I didn't break up with her. Oh, I assume she was She's still in Africa. Africa. Okay. She was back. No, so this is like January ish. Okay. Like early January, beginning yeah. of spring semester. So around this time, mm-hmm. we're coming up on the anniversary of that. I, we probably <laughs> we probably are. So Matt are. leaves the house of this sad young lady, mm-hmm. drives home, grabs a pen and paper, walks, yeah. walks home. I'm sorry, I got to get the story right. You're right. In the cold. Walks home in the cold, uh-huh. contemplating existence. Uh-huh. Gets home, grabs uh-huh. a pen, uh-huh. grabs some paper, uh-huh. dates it, January, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's exactly and he right. starts to write. In my dorm room, so just picture like me in this small dorm room with like, it's really dark and there's like a desk lamp, mm-hmm. you know. And... I'm, I'm picturing Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's okay. There's like ramen noodles <laughs> over here. I have ramen like... for dinner tonight. <laughs> can of generic Dr. Pepper over here. And like... Um, just sharing with Molly exactly how I feel about her. Super, super nervous. Like what if, how is she going to respond to this? And I seal it up and put a stamp on it and drop it in the mail and wait. Did you kiss the stamp or, or the letter or did you just, <laughs> well, you know? it was in the days of lickable stamps. Yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. So sure. You could say that I kissed the stamp. Okay, cool. Sure. Cool. 
<laughs> Anyways, continue. Our listeners love these details. Yeah. Right? So I, I wait. And um, it at some point showed up in Auburn, Alabama. Mm-hmm. And Molly, how was that, how was that letter received? <laughs> take, take us through it. I'd be glad to. Um, I've always loved the mail. Checking the mail is always um, been something I enjoyed. What an odd thing to love. <laughs> yeah, I still. Uh, there was no mail today and it, it's sad. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Emily, thank you for adding your laugh to the podcast. I'm sorry that you haven't been very involved in this episode. <laughs> so I checked the mail. Um, I was living in an apartment. I don't think that matters, but. No, it's all crucial. Okay. Edgar Allan I mean, Poe. Edgar Allan Poe over yeah. here, kissing so, the stamp and putting it in the I mail. Tell you, I apartment. Um, checked the mail, found a letter with a interesting return address that I was most interested in. Did you know it was him when you saw that it was from Iowa? Uh, well, it said, I'm sure it said at least Brant. Mm-hmm. 700 College Drive, Decora, Iowa. And you I knew his last Iowa. name. Yeah. I, okay. So you knew before I, you opened it. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I knew okay. that it was from him. But I mean, I had, did you know what it said? No. Have you an idea? No, no, no inclination? No, okay. not zero idea what was about to transpire. <laughs> so <clears throat> I shared an apartment with <clears throat> a friend from high school um, who obviously also went to Auburn. So we had a one bedroom apartment. So she was in the kitchen fixing some dinner. And I think I sat on my bed um, and opened the letter. And like college mail. Yeah. And just, I to, I'm sorry, I have to point out you yes. you betray your southernness when you said that she was fixing a meal. Oh, that's a very southern saying. Yeah. So, anyways, you, She's you're fixing dinner. Yeah, you're on your bed. You got a letter <laughs> yeah, from Iowa. Letter. Um. So was, I read it, and all I could say was, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!" And she's like, "What's wrong? What's going on?" And I think I just kept writing. I didn't answer right away. I had to, it was a long letter. How many pages was the letter? <laughs> it's multiple. Do you, do you still have it? Oh yeah. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have oh, all of our. Emily and I just exchanged a knowing glance <laughs> saying that we're going to break into the brand household and read this letter. <laughs> I actually thought about getting it out and I, I didn't, but tonight. We could get a lot of listens on that episode, maybe, mm. if we bring that to light. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, what? The letter. Like, reading the letter? Okay. Anyway, wow. it was long. That- I'd say multiple front and back of notebook, finest notebook stationery. That's crazy. In the dorm room. I didn't realize it was that long, because I've, oh, yeah. I've heard that you wrote a letter before, but I just assumed it, it's probably just my own, like, brevity that I was like, oh, it's probably, like, a, a page. Yeah. <laughs> Five paragraph essay, stamp that in the mail, send it off. At least two front and back of, yeah. a, of notebook paper. Sure. Yeah. We'll just assume college rule. Notebook yeah. paper. Um, so anyway, uh, he basically spelled out his affections for me um, on, on paper. Mm. And- a Personal uh, touch. Very personal. But also about the only kind of touch before social media. That's true. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, I was uh, floored. I mean, I was really speechless. Like I, I had no zero idea that um, that was an, a possibility or an interest at all. Yeah. But you're floored in a good way. 
Absolutely. Right. Yeah, very happy. Because you were journaling about wanting to yeah. marry someone just like Matt. <laughs> Air quotes like Matt. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was very, very happy. Um, Cause I also, I, I mean, full disclosure, when I broke up with the other guy, I didn't know if I would have a really, and I didn't know, you know, you're not guaranteed. Definitely. <laughs> so I just didn't know um, what the future would hold if oh, I yeah. would ever marry. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. So what did you do? Like, yeah. So you, you, so you received the letter. Yeah. Well, I immediately mm-hmm. read it to my roommate. Yeah. Naturally. Yes. <laughs> Got to bring someone else in. <laughs> yeah. Receiving things in community. Good yep. stuff. Yep. Yep. And she, no, you hadn't, you didn't know her. She, you yeah, have had no reason to, um, but she was impressed. Yeah. And, um, and I'm sorry, this, yeah. I don't, please don't be offended by this question. Were, were you in a place where calling him was, was possible? <laughs> Like, I know the phones existed, right? obviously. Like, I'm not, like, I, I'm aware of that. But, like, what was the, the process of calling somebody in the early 2000s? Valid question. That's At this very, point in yeah, 2000. That's great. We had a landline. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I should have known that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, we, we had one for a long time. Connected to either the wall or set on a table. Yeah. Um, so you'd have to have a long-distance plan. You know, you couldn't mm-hmm. just call. Um, and did you leave your number? in in the letter oh no yeah oh no molly continue yeah (laughs) um i think i also called my parents um who had met matt that when they came out to the to colorado were were they journaling about him too (laughs) not at this point (laughs) not yet (laughs) too soon too soon to journal um good question if they were journalers i'm sure they would have oh obviously naturally yeah yeah um so I, I also read them the letter, mm-hmm. which I'm sure was your hope and intent, right? That, that I would, would read. Yeah. <laughs> but it would start to, it's, like, it's like one of the Pauline letters. They're sent to one church, they go to four other ones. <laughs> to everybody. Yeah, that's exactly what It's I like an intended. epistle, the epistle yeah. of Matt to Molly. Yeah. Uh-huh. First Matthew. Um, yeah, so, I mean, every everyone <clears throat> was really impressed and excited and, you know, yeah. positive response from, mm-hmm. from all. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, so we didn't have a computer, like you had to go to the computer lab. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm wondering how you contacted him. Like, this is what, this is what I'm looking forward to. Right. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if it was that night or the next day, but like I lived off campus, so I would have had to have gone on campus, which maybe I did. Do I don't know when it was. Do you remember what time of day you received a response from Molly? I think what happened was she sent an email just saying like hey i got your letter then nothing else well well and then like i'm gonna take just, molly just so you know i had no idea what yeah, i mean no, it didn't plant like a negative okay, yeah. okay. She, it was out of love like hey just want you to know i got your letter thank you i'm gonna take a little bit of time to respond or something yeah. to that effect okay. i was envisioning hey i got your letter period send <laughs> okay. yeah it was kind it was okay. like but anticipative I, response in the okay future. yeah yeah i don't want to keep you totally said, keep you hanging that so. I would write, you know, I would write yeah. in response. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So you so, get to work composing a letter of your own. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't I don't know how much time. I don't, I don't think it's a very I mean So the, the mail turnaround time was probably about three or four days between Northeast Iowa yeah. and Auburn, Alabama. 
Um, I think it was after, so figuring that in, I think about two weeks after I wrote and mailed my letter to Molly, I think I got one back okay. from Molly. And what were the contents of that letter, Matt? Well, <clears throat> I'm, I think I checked my mail in the middle of the day. It was right before PE class. Okay. I was just telling this story to somebody. In, in light of there being I, two minutes left. <laughs> right. So I, I grab my mail. I see I've got a letter from Molly, but I've got to go to PE class. And you and, sprint into the PE locker room and rip the letter up. <laughs> I, no. I've been, I've been rec like recently taken to task over actually going to class. Like I went to class and did not open the letter right away. And I've been taken. What a responsible man. But... <laughs> It's not so much I was responsible as it, I was afraid to open the letter. That's what it was. Like, yeah. I was going to delay it as long as I could because it was just like, this is probably bad news. Like, this is going to hurt really bad. So I go to my after PE class, I got the letter. I go to my favorite cubicle in the library. It's <laughs> my favorite library cubicle. <laughs> she has a love for mail. He has a love for cubicles. Match made in like heaven. Like a rom-com. Match made at pastorsonly.com. <laughs> It's way in the back. <clears throat> okay. Way in the back where nobody ever goes by all the really boring books. Yeah. Okay. So I'm all just make sure I'm on my own. I've got it. Do the envelope is just laying there in front of me, I'm like taking deep breaths. Okay. Am I really going to open this? Matt, you have less than a minute left. What happened with this letter? <laughs> Do not leave me hanging. Next week. Hey, we're, we're here and we're married, right? That's so, true. Okay. <laughs> That's a little hint. So, um, I finally find the courage to open up the letter and her response was really, really positive. Okay. Like it was good news. And I was so happy. I was so happy that I cried and I was sitting there and I wrote a little note on like a little piece of paper. And made sure a couple of tears dropped on it so that she would see it. Yeah. I wrote a note for posterity. Okay. And it said like, well, I'm not going to say what it says, but I put it in a book. And it's still there, last I knew, in the Luther College Library. Wow. In a book that nobody knows about. But I just stuck it in the, I stuck it in a book because I wanted somebody someday to know how happy I was that I got this letter back. And I didn't put my name on it. Um, I just wanted it to be there. So like maybe in future years, I could go back and find it again and relive that moment. So if you ever go to Preuss Library at Luther College campus, go over to the presidential book section and you're looking for a book that's about the president that our son shares a name with. And if you can find that book, then you'll find my note that I wrote that day. Okay. I am going to Iowa this weekend. <laughs> and I know which president it is. <laughs> I may, maybe, maybe checking it out. Do you remember the page number? No. Oh, that makes it's it a lot toward, harder. It's towards the middle. Okay. Anyways. I, I went back. So I was a sales guy in Iowa for a long time. So one time when I went to the Quora for business, I went back to the library to see if it was still there. And it was. Wow. That's awesome. Um, so letters went over well. Um, we're past 30 minutes. So I guess very briefly. Yeah. Um, how did you move from Iowa and Alabama to in a relationship and married? Yeah. So we wrote back and forth for probably two or three months before we ever talked on the phone. Mm -hmm. So we have all this written correspondence. We still have it. A different time. Yeah, we just wrote back and forth. It's like, we could have talked on the yeah. phone. And like, and we could have emailed. Like all that technology was there. Yeah. I think we both just didn't want to. Like, it was just wanted... romantics. Like yeah. the, the writing was special. Well, yeah. and we were coming off, both coming off, you know, serious relationships. And yeah, I think I wasn't sure I wanted to get hurt again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and probably some of that too. Mm -hmm. so yeah, I like, take it slow 
yeah and i think I, I think i just felt like the immediacy of email was just not an advantage in this relationship right like to have that much back and forth like all the time and just like i think it, i felt like it was more valuable to talk about how things are going just in the you know writing letters so sure. eventually we talked on the phone by like may maybe okay. and then um you know we kind of decided yeah we're we're in a relationship i went to see her family that summer for like three or four days and um really enjoyed meeting them and ended up uh, proposing in uh november of 2001 so, so a year and a half after the initial letter or almost two years after the initial letter mm-hmm. was sent yeah okay. and then we got married in july of 02 nice mm-hmm. cool yeah. Any, anything to add molly any other um, tidbits we were long distance the whole time. We never lived in the same. Yes and amen. Same. Us too. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Never. Eventually I moved out to Colorado Springs and then he lived, he moved to Fort Collins. So we got to see each other on weekends, but never like day to day until we were married. Hmm. Almost 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah, I know. 19 and a half years. Yeah. Cool. Right. Yeah. I just, feel like I've got to share like that proverb. I think it says whoever finds a godly wife finds a, a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's the take home from both of these conversations. Yeah. From the last two weeks. Like, Tyler, definitely. Like, wow. Um, amen to that truth. Yeah. It's like, really nice. What a huge blessing to have a godly wife as a spouse. Yeah. Definitely. So, praise the Lord for that. So if you're a young <clears throat> man or a young woman and you're a Christian and you're mm-hmm. like, Oh, this girl's really nice. It, it's very helpful if she's godly. It will, it would be good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. And yeah. And Tyler, you're a great interviewer. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Well done. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for next week. Uh, Matt and I have another listener question to answer next week. Um, I guess for us two weeks from now, it's we just much, gave ourselves a week off next week. It's much less personal. Yeah. Much less, <laughs> <laughs> but for now, have a great, have a great day. Value view nation.